Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me here this evening. We are back with another stoned Gemini rant. I have only done one of these, I think, and it was the second episode. I don't know if I've done one since then. I don't think I have, but it was the second episode of this podcast, March of last year. I recorded an episode stoned and I was like, I'm going to call it stone Gemini rant because Gemini's love to talk. We love to chit chat. Obviously I have a fucking podcast, but I wanted to, you know, mention that I am above the influence, if you will. So we are here. Who's we? Me and all my personalities. I am here to debrief the Bob Marley one love movie. Holy fucking shit. First of all, I don't know if it's a documentary or an actual, like a movie movie. Does it say I am on the Cinemark website because I want to read you guys the intro of this? I have my laptop in front of me. Um, It doesn't say. I guess it's a movie. I guess it was in the movie theaters, but documentaries are in movie theaters too. Anyways, oh my fucking god, you guys. This was the best movie I have seen in a long time. And I know I ranted about the Barbie movie. They're very separate, but like that emotion, this better get as much praise as the Barbie movie gets. I swear to God, this is an absolute incredible film. Okay, it says it's a drama, so not a documentary. Absolutely, like one of the most brilliant films I have ever seen. And I don't say that about a lot of movies because I don't really like movies, but I knew I needed to see this and wowie, wowie, wowie. (laughs) Okay, so the intro says, Bob Marley, One Love, celebrates the life and music of an icon who inspires generations through his message, his message of love and unity. On the big screen for the first time, discover Bob's powerful story of overcoming adversity and the journey behind his revolutionary music. Produced in partnership with the Marley family and starring Kingsley Benadere, who's fucking beautiful. We just need to look him up for a second. Since this is just a stone Gemini rant, please expect it to not... Oh my fuck, you guys. Uh, He's 5'7". Okay. (laughs) that's fine that's I don't know if you could just hear that (laughs) loud ass car my brother's friends live across the street across the corner and my he's my brother-in-law he is fucking obsessed with cars and his friends over there are also obsessed with cars I think they're obsessed with Supras like him And they're so damn loud, you guys. Okay, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about fucking love, Brooke. We're talking about love. His nationality is British. This man, Kingsley, fucking please. How do I get him? (laughs) I need this man. Wait, how old is he, first of all? Okay, he's 38. He's 38. I'm 26. Okay, I think, you know, for him, (laughs) for him, I just might. Wow. You guys, I can't even, first of all, look up this man, Kingsley Ben-Adir. I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly, but it's B-E-N hyphen A-D-I-R. Kingsley, God damn it! I hope you're listening. <laughs> He's definitely listening to this. Okay, so this movie, first of all, it came out yesterday. I wanted to see it yesterday, but I was with my kiddo, and so I needed to see it on a night where I was 
kid-free where I could enjoy the movie. You know, I used to get so fucking baked and go to the movie theater alone all the time. All the time. There was a period in my life where I would get the tickets at a discounted rate and I would I had a friend that worked there at the movie theater and I would just go watch movies all the time. Just all the time. And it was so much fun. So I highly recommend if you are wanting to be stoned in public but not have it be like bright lights and I don't know if you get like anxiety around being stoned. I feel like after this movie... I, I, that anxiety should go away because <laughs> I can't even, okay, we'll get into it. <laughs> so anyways, I went and I smoked a little before and I smoked like an hour before. So I was like feeling it, but I took a little edible and then I left. I took an edible like right before I left. And then I, when I had smoked, I was like, oh, I should buy my ticket in advance so I don't have to go wait in line because out there, like, in the front, you know, that is bright lights. I don't know if you guys are weird about lights when you're stoned, but for me, I, I, it's just a thing. I'm, like, extra sensitive to lights when I'm stoned. But I was buying my tickets online, and then I noticed that you can buy food on there, too, and I was like, what the fuck? I don't even have to stand in line to get popcorn? I can have it delivered to my seat? Oh, hell yes. This movie theater was, like, packed, too. This um, specific movie was, like, almost sold out. There was, like, a couple seats left by the time that I was doing it, and it was a couple hours before the movie started. But anyways, I got popcorn and what else? I got a Coke Icy and Milk Duds, which I'm not really sure why I bought those because they're not my favorite, but Swedish... No, not Swedish Fish. What the hell is that called? Sour Patch Kids. I don't know how I always get those two mixed up, but Sour Patch Kids, freaking Milk Duds for my chocolate craving part, popcorn. I still have so much popcorn left, but anyways, did I spend $45 on this? Absolutely, I did. Absolutely. The ticket was like $15, (laughs) and the popcorn and shit was like $25 or something, but that's okay. You know, we're here. It's a little solo date night. Um, if you've ever read Artist Way, they're called little artist dates, you know? It's my solo artist date, and that is exactly what, like, my cup is overflowing right now with just creativity and love and so much inspiration. I honestly don't even know how to explain the beauty of this film, and everybody's homework that I ever meet for the rest of my life will be to watch this movie. (laughs) It's just like how I am about the Celestine Prophecy. It's like, it's so mind-altering for me. And it's not even these huge things of like, it's not even like this big topic to discuss. It's like this unity of coming home, of the exact reason why I, what, I am here for and what I think everybody is here for. And it just, it brings, it almost feels like it's bringing me back into alignment with who I truly am. And I hope that everyone in that theater felt that way too. I bawled my eyes out from the very beginning to all the way until I got home. (laughs) I did not stop crying that entire time. I was like, (gasps) because it just felt so it just is so beautiful. His life is so beautiful and his selflessness and his devotion, his devotion, not only to God, but to everyone around him. And this unity, this feeling of 
being there for one another and loving one another. And this is kind of what I was talking about a couple weeks ago with that episode, the last heart talk that I did. Like I'm, I'm fucking over being around people who don't care. (laughs) I am just like, I'm vetting those people out of my life. You know, it's so pointless. Why the fuck are you here then? Like if you can't care about anything, if you can't care about anyone, if you can't openly love people and like wear your heart on your sleeve, why the hell are you here? (laughs) I just, I think everyone has that within them. And we just get so far from that. And we get so far removed from that. And, you know, part of that isn't even our fault. It's our society as a whole. It's the way that our world is built. But like, we all have this opportunity to come back into alignment and to live from a place of love. And there are so many times where I don't live from a place of love. And this movie just helps remind me and inspire me, like, literally why the reason I'm here. And it just reminds me what's important and not to hold grudges, to forgive people, to be able to love one another and truly be there for one another. Take a bullet for someone. Like, there is just so much more to life than this petty shit that we have to go through and it's so easy to get caught up in that and like I do all the time and I catch myself and I feel like if I can just truly live from this place nobody's perfect obviously he wasn't perfect either but like if you can make that your focal point in your life then this is just me talking to myself right now (laughs) literally I'm in an empty home just talking to myself But I feel like if I can just live from a place of love, no matter what mistakes I make, no matter the shit that I go through and all the human shit, like if I can just live from a place of love, I know when I lay my head down on the pillow at night, I know I am doing something right. And that is literally all I need. I don't need a religion. I don't need some like specific box to put me in of what I believe and why I believe it and these are my strong like literally all I care about is loving one another that is the only thing that I feel is important and I just okay there's my (laughs) there's my start to my rant of this movie you guys (laughs) no I sound dramatic but seriously like I want to go down a rabbit hole for the rest of my life just researching him and his life and his message because it just is that inspiring so I want to start with lyrics from one love because that's the name of the film and there's this really specific verse in here that I just find fascinating and timely too it is this is this has come at an opportune time I really think that this this whole movie is just has come out at the perfect time So this verse says, let them all pass all their dirty remarks. There is one question I'd really love to ask. Is there a place for the hopeless sinner who has hurt all mankind just to save his own beliefs? I'm going to read this again. Is there a place for the hopeless sinner who has hurt all mankind just to save his own beliefs? Kind of reminds me of what the fuck is going on in Gaza right now (laughs) and just all around the world. In our, in our country too, just the hatred and the fucking pain that we are all caught up in. Okay, so that last 
sentence, there is there a place for the hopeless sinner who has hurt all mankind just to save his own beliefs, is actually derived from the song People Get Ready by the Impressions Curtis Mayfield. And the original lyrics from that song from People Get Ready, People Get Ready. <laughs> I sound actually just like them. That lyric is, there ain't no room for the hopeless sinner who would have hurt all mankind just to save his own. Believe me now. Have pity on those whose chances grow thinner, for there's no hiding place against the kingdom's throne. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm, this is what I get from that in relation to my life is to once again, stop paying attention to the hopeless sinner. Stop paying and like sin to me, I could, I could do a whole other episode just about the word sinning and that idea of being a sinful person. But people who would hurt all of mankind just to save their own, people who are that hopeless, people that are that self-absorbed and hurting that badly that they would rather hurt everyone else just to save themselves, that like martyr, right? Have pity on them. Because their chances are growing thinner. And to me, I read this since I don't believe, like, I don't follow the Christian kind of wording. Mine is like, karma's gonna fucking get them. Don't you worry. Stay in your lane. Like, the whole, this whole verse is like, stay in your fucking lane. Love others. Love yourself. Like, stay focused on that. Don't focus on the people who are hurting everybody else. Don't focus on that. Focus on what you can do to better the world and better yourself because that is what matters. Your impact is what matters. And I just, I feel like sometimes we just get so caught up. Me, me is we. (laughs) Sometimes I can get so caught up in other people's shit and my own pain too and things that people have done to me. And as always, you know, anytime I say this, like, we have to be able to feel it too. You know, you have to be able to feel that pain. You have to be able to feel that hurt and choose to grow from it. He took something so ugly and horrible. He took these political leaders who absolutely hated each other. I can't even think of like so much worse than hate. (laughs) And just this horrific political stance that this beautiful island of Jamaica had and so much pain and so much disruption and violence and violence like just unbelievable violence right that when someone so much violence that when someone like Bob Marley decides to stand up and say hey this is we are here to love we are here to love one another they try to attack him and all of his loved ones and try to kill him because of his message. And it just it just really shows like the impact that he was able to have and his music that it still holds, the beautiful compassion and love and inspiration that people take from that, just like I've been taking from this movie, is is forever lasting. It never goes away. And I just, and that's where I feel like the energy portion kind of comes in too, because 
like we were talking about, I don't know, a couple episodes being in charge of your own energy and being in charge and focusing inward, but doing that from a place of being of service to others. I don't know if this, I don't know how to explain this. (laughs) I feel stumped right now. Um, Maybe I'm just stoned. I'm not stumped. I'm stoned. (laughs) I just, what the fuck was I even saying? Oh no, I've lost it. (laughs) I've lost it. Okay. You know what? I think we're going to move on because I fucking lost it. Um, I think I was talking about energy. You need to be able to just own your energy and know that that's what you're in charge of. And instead of focusing, I think we just all focus on things that aren't important and we focus on other people's pain and other people's um, hurt that they're causing, right? This is what I'm trying to say. Sometimes we focus and, you know, the news and shit like that, we focus on people that are causing the pain. We don't focus on doing something with that pain. And Bob Marley is someone who took that shit and said, no, this is not how this is supposed to be. I'm going to make something of this. I'm going to heal people. And by standing up for what I think is right and sharing love and that is my message (laughs) and the impact that he was able to have is just insane and continues to have and I think what I was trying to say with the energy thing is that you're in charge of it right and so like his energy can you imagine being in a room with him are you fucking kidding me can you imagine if he was alive and he just like walks into a grocery store the energy of the entire grocery store I think I talked about a grocery store last time and that's my example because I fucking actually this is because I'm a grocery store addict I am addicted to grocery shopping (laughs) I don't care about shoes or clothes or any shit like that I care about my fucking groceries I want the best pickles the best olives I love grocery shopping (laughs) okay but can you imagine him just like walking in a grocery store and the energy of the room changing. Do you know what I mean? The energy of that entire store just completely changing because he emanates and he radiates love. And look, I am not someone who is a movie buff by any means. And I also can pull inspiration from a literal leaf. Like I can pull inspiration from a blade of grass if you give me enough time. (laughs) That's just who I am. But This one really rocked me because it did feel like that realignment. It reminded me of what's important. And what's important to me is my relationship with God and love. And God is love to me. Like that word is like interchangeable for love. All I have to do is focus on that relationship and everything else falls into place. And I know this. I know this to be true because I've been in moments you know I think it ebbs and flows for me I don't know about everybody else but for me sometimes that relationship feels really strong like I'm really connected to myself and I'm connected to love and I'm connected to the bigger picture if you will (laughs) and then other times I get caught up and shit hurts and you know things happened and trauma happens and you get wrapped up in it and then you kind of go back to it and I feel like right now I'm in this phase of like going back to my center coming home to myself like getting recentered and 
remembering once again, this practice is never ending. It just feels like this constant reminder of getting back into alignment and remembering. It's like right now in my head, I'm a very visual person. I'm like picturing just like this straight line, right? And I'm picturing my line being like parallel almost to to this like alignment. And I feel like mine is just a little bit off and I'm like working on like putting the needle back into the record. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm so stoned. It's also 1042. It's way past my bedtime, you guys. But it's like this alignment of these lines are coming back. And instead of it being parallel, I'm like merging with it. <laughs> and I'm re-remembering. And sometimes I just get a little off center and then I have to re readjust and get back on. And I feel like that's what I learned through yoga mostly was just that your practice ebbs and flows. Is it ebb and flows or ebbs and flows? I don't fucking know. But like your practice comes and goes and it comes in waves. And some days, in some moments of your life, some periods of your life, you're you're really dedicated and you feel just this I don't even know how to explain that feeling of just feeling like you're in alignment. That's like the only word I can use. It feels like you're whole. It feels like you remember why you're here and all of the other stuff just feels like bullshit. And it just kind of feel, it just kind of like drops off the wayside because when you start to get more clear on this and like, when I go back, like right now, I feel like I'm in that phase of like going back to remembering that part of me. And that part of me is the truth of me. It's the truth of everyone. It's the truth of the entire universe. And that love, like that truth is that love is the only thing that's important. And it just is so easy to get caught up. It's so easy. And it's rightfully so. We're fucking human. And that's why I feel like it's just this practice of getting back to it. And this movie just helped me remember why I do the things that I do and just to to realign, you know? And this was also the perfect day for me to watch this movie too because it's day one of Expand and this challenge is all around reconnecting to your divinity, the divinity that is within all of us, the divinity that connects all of us and connects us to nature connects us to the universe connects us to love and i'm just loving love i'm loving love this month (laughs) i'm loving love always but i think this is just a reminder to love up on your loved ones tell the people that you love that you love them i would even encourage you and i feel like i want to do this too just discussing the word love and what that means to you and what that means to you know, different people in your life. And when people say, I love you, what does that mean? I think this conversation is so, so incredibly important. So I'm here for it. Feel free to discuss this with me if you want to. And let me know if you like this episode. Another stony rant, shall we? (laughs) I will talk to you guys very soon. Goodbye.